Welcome to the Chris Hanna Show, your go-to podcast for diving deep into the world of solopreneurship. I'm Chris Hanna. I'm the all-in solopreneur. I've been there and I've done that in the realm of creating multiple one-person businesses. Each episode, I'm here to share with you all the insider tips, tricks, and lessons learned, sometimes the hard way, that have shaped my journey. So whether you're just starting out, you're looking to scale your solo venture, this show is your personal playbook for success. So buckle up and join me as we explore the highs, the lows, and everything in between on the road to successfully winning as a solopreneur. Let's go all in. All right, so here's something I'm going to admit, as I am very, very much guilty of chasing shiny objects. It is very hard to sometimes do to say no to something, to not chase that shiny object and suffer from that syndrome that we all know about. But it is challenging because there's always new platforms, new tools, new trends. I think it's tempting to jump on every new opportunity that comes your way. But when you do that, obviously shiny object syndrome can scatter your efforts, dilutes your impact. So in today's episode of the Chris Hanna Show, I'm going to talk about how you can maintain your focus, especially when it comes to content strategy, and ensure that your efforts lead to tangible results. Because again, if you chase those shiny objects, you get pulled in directions that are maybe a waste of time, money, and energy. So first thing you got to do is you got to define your core objectives. Start by clearly defining what you want to achieve with your content strategy, whether it's increasing brand awareness, generating leads, establishing authority in your niche. Having clear objectives will guide your decisions and keep you focused. There are many times throughout this journey that I've been on where I was not defining what I was ultimately trying to go after with my content. So I would do a a shotgun approach, just put out random content without any idea, without any clear focus. And I would see new tools or new trends and jump on them, even though they didn't really benefit what I was trying to do long-term with my strategy. So again, having those Core objectives defined is critical. This is the next one that I, I really, I think, got lost in, is knowing your audience. If you want to have a good, focused content strategy, you need to know who you're creating content for. What are their needs? What are their interests? What are their pain points? Tailor your content to address those areas specifically and resist the temptation to deviate the topics that don't serve your audience. Like, I went through this challenge that I'll I'll be honest and I'll talk about is that on LinkedIn, let's use LinkedIn as an example. So initially my LinkedIn audience was a lot of people that I worked with, which is fine, which is what most people start to do. As I started to want to grow my own personal brand, I knew I needed to not have that audience of just coworkers. I need to get more industry experts and other people. And at that time, this is probably about what, 2018 I was trying to figure out how can I start to you know do some speaking gigs. So I started following other people in the industry that I was going to be speaking in, which was tech, try, primarily customer experience and leadership. Because um, that's, again, the business that I was kind of in. So as I'm trying to create content, I'm starting to realize my content's not resonating because most of my audience, again, was fellow coworkers. So I had to start to find and curate the right audience. Obviously, I start to curate that audience, and that's good, and I start you know, growing, but then I switch gears. I leave the company that I'm with, I go into a whole other industry, and therefore, my content that I was now creating was no longer relevant on LinkedIn. So I go from customer experience and leadership to, at that point, real estate education and pumping out some content for it, and I get no engagement because I have the wrong audience. 
And then fast forward, what, two years later, next thing I do is I launch my new company, Hire For Me. So I'm talking about hiring for you know small business owners and, and solopreneurs. But the content, again, was not relevant to my audience. So therefore, I'm getting zero engagement. You have to know your people, know your audience. And now at this point, I've switched again. So like me switching, let's call it, you know, careers multiple times with multiple either jobs that I worked for other people or now working for myself with launching multiple companies has confused my audience. I'll say like on Facebook, as an example, like I have, I was not active on Facebook at all. Like I had a Facebook like in 2007, then I got rid of it and I did not pick it up again until like what, 2022. And a lot had changed on Facebook since I'd been last on it. But at that point, I was in that real estate education company. And so the people that followed me and still to this day are most of the followers that I have on Facebook are people tied to real estate. Well, the reality is I don't do anything with real estate at this point. Like I guess I have customers and clients that are tied to real estate in some way, but I don't really I'm not a real estate investor. So therefore, a lot of the content that I put out doesn't get the attraction that I would want it to. Because again, I have the wrong audience. You got to know your audience, obviously, and then make sure you're talking about the right topics that serve them. So it's either build the audience first or, you know, maybe you got to purge some of your audience. Set clear guidelines, I think, too, is also really and really important. So like make sure that your your content has a certain tone, style and certain type topics. These guidelines are going to help you determine which opportunities are worth pursuing and which ones are distractions from your core strategy. I had really, I think, screwed up a lot TikTok early on, and I think I'm still trying to recover from it, where I started pumping out a mix of certain types of content and styles, and then I just started jumping on trends. So I would throw in a trend, and yes, that might get me more views, but then it didn't align with the core stuff that I was doing. So I gained followers from a trend. But obviously, that's not the type of content I regularly put out. So therefore, those followers started leaving in mass because like, this isn't the guy we're trying to do. You got to stick with a similar style to and topics, I guess, to, you know, to know what you're trying to do as your core. Prioritize quality over quantity. Now, I love the idea of batch creating content. I still try and do it with a level of quality that makes sure that I'm focusing on producing the best type of content that tries to provide value for our audience. Like, I think... Overall, the strategy always should be quality over quantity, Um, like your depth and your value beat volume when you're trying to build a a loyal audience and achieving your objectives. So be really strategic about the type of content that you're going to record or create. And uh, if you're going to do it in batches, just make sure it's really, really strong. Like I know sometimes like I've put out some stuff that's maybe a little bit, you know, shittier in terms of quality. Well, that's on me. Um, So I know that I have to balance that out with having stronger, higher focused quality. That's going to make a world difference. Being strategic with your time is also really critical so you don't, you know, fall victim to those shiny objects. So invest in obviously the right platforms and the types of content that give you the best return on investment and try to be cautious about diverting resources when in this case, I mean money to unproven or or new ventures. So I'll be honest, I've tried so many different platforms over the years in and away and I and I did this recently where I went back through and I took a look like how much money did I waste on trying different new AI software and AI really started to come out and, you know, services that would say like, Oh, they can make video editing such a breeze and ease. And you, you do the free trial and the free trial is great. So I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna sign up for the, the one year subscription. And then next thing you know, you start using it. I'm like, well, this actually sucks or it's not as good as what it is. And 
you know, you've already kind of passed that point of no return where you can't get a refund. So like I bought so much software and wasted thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on tools to try that ultimately I've not moved forward with. So I've now kind of aligned on what my core tech stack is. And even then I'm still always thinking like, do I need to downgrade? Do I need to get rid of some? Because again, something new and shiny comes along, I would jump on it, but it cost me a ton of money in the process and wasted my time and effort. So you got to be careful. So I think I guess the next point is always reviewing, right? Like always, you know, review what's going on with your content strategy, but review the the tools, technology, the people in your world to make sure you're making adjustments as needed. Because sometimes you're going to have to change things to make sure that you're still aligned with those core objectives and those audience needs. Because if you start to go off the the script of, of where you're supposed to be with your content strategy, obviously things aren't going to be as effective as you want them to be. This one's really hard. I think when it comes to, uh, you know, avoiding the content, you know, shiny object syndrome issue that's out there is to stay away from those comparisons and fads. I would get lost in the idea of certain people being in the same industry as me being more successful or jumping on every trend quicker and faster than I would. And I try and play this game of keep up and it just didn't work. Like you got to stay in tune for your own brand strategy and trying to do what others do isn't going to be effective long-term and it never pays off for you. So, okay. My final thoughts here are this, is that like, if you want to maintain focus in your content strategy, it's not about resisting change or innovation. It's about making mindful strategic decisions that align with your core objectives and your audience needs. If you stay clear of shiny object syndrome, you can ensure that your content strategy is coherent, it's impactful, and it's effective in the long term. And if shiny object syndrome is distracting you from your content goals and you're looking for help, obviously you can book a free strategy call today. You visit allincontent.ca. I can have more information, more resources, more tools there to help you just again refocus your efforts on what truly matters. I know that together, you and I can hone a content strategy that's aligned, effective, resistant of those contact, content uh, distractions or fads. Let's just focus your strategy for success. And that's a wrap for today's episode of The Chris Hanna Show. Thank you for tuning in and going all in with me on this journey. If you're craving more opportunities to supercharge your solopreneur journey, don't forget to visit allincontent.ca. At All In Content, we're dedicated to providing top-tier content creation and strategy services. We help solopreneurs like you make a big impact with your one-person businesses. We do this through video creation. We not only record, edit, caption those videos, we also schedule them on social media for you so that you have a consistent presence that continues to bring you business month after month after month. Remember, in the world of solopreneurship, your story is your strength, and we're here to help you tell it. Until next time, stay motivated, stay focused, and more importantly, stay all in. I'm Chris Hannon, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Keep pushing boundaries and making waves.